I'm Jackie from Cape Town in South Africa. Andre from Brisbane. I'm Ben Wyler from Botswana. Jim Panton from Edinburgh in Scotland. I'm Lisa Breaknell from Christchurch, New Zealand. Nick Kidinji from Nairobi, Kenya. I'm Viggy from Tel Aviv in Israel. I'm Andy from Vancouver, Canada. This is Harish from Bangalore in India. I'm Brigitte Seiberstein from Frucht, the Netherlands. I'm Dougie Nisbet from Durham in the UK. And you're listening to Run with Coach Parry. Welcome back onto this edition of Run with Coach Parry. My name is Brad Brown. It's an absolute pleasure once again to have you with us today. And uh, I appreciate you downloading and listening to this podcast. I'm joined once again by the coach, Lindsay Parry. And uh, we have another one of our fly-on-the-wall coaching sessions for you to listen to today. And uh, it's another member from our online community. She's based in Bloemfontein, in the smack bang in the middle of South Africa. And she is training for her second marathon. So uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about that. And uh, her first one happened not too long ago. And uh, you'll find out how it went, but you'll also find out what she's going to be doing in the build-up to marathon number two. And uh, before we get into that chat, though, don't forget as well your chance to win with Biogen. We have been following James Hobo Hobson's journey here uh, on the podcast for a couple of months now. And uh, his build-up continues to the Ironman 70.3 in Durban in June, all part of his Biogen journey, uh, which we're helping him achieve. Uh, and you can be part of that journey as well. All you need to do is let us know what you're training for, uh, what you've got in store, what you need help with. And you can win yourself three months access to the Coach Parry online training platform. All you need to do is uh, use the hashtag BiogenJourney on social media, and we'll pick them up, uh, whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just use hashtag BiogenJourney, uh, and you could be a winner. Also coming up later on today's show, we'll share another great post out of our forums. Uh, and yeah, our forums are absolutely amazing. I was saying to uh, one of our members yesterday that it's just such an amazing place. There's so much positivity. Uh, we started, when we first started uh, Coach Parry as a business, we were using a Facebook group. And there was just so much negativity and nonsense going around uh, that it's amazing to be in this little space that you've got your own little bubble uh, with people like you. And I absolutely love it. I, I'm finding I spend more and more time in the forums than I do on various social media platforms just because it's my people. It's people who get me uh, and we get you. So we'd love to have you in there as well. Uh, go check it out, coachparry.com forward slash join if you'd like to get all the details. But I'm going to share another amazing story uh, out of those forums towards the end of today's show as well. But enough of uh, me chatting. Let's get into our coaching call with uh, Yvonne September and Coach Parry. Well, we head to Bloemfontein now to catch up with uh, another member of our online uh, community, Yvonne September. Yvonne, how's it? Welcome on to Run with Coach Parry. Thank you very much, Brad. It's good, to, it's good to have you on, and I don't think, I'm just trying to remember, I don't think we've ever had anybody from Bloemfontein, so you're a first. I'm glad to represent. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yvonne, it, it's, it's good to, to touch base. I love doing these things because it's not often that we get to physically talk to people. We chat in the forums all the time, but uh, you've been around what we do for a while now, and uh, it's really nice to be able to, to sort of put a, a, a face to the name and a voice to the name. But tell us a little bit about you, about your, your running, how you started, and uh, what's, what's your sort of running background? Um, it's, it's not much. I'm fairly new in my view. I started about three years ago. Then I had an injury. Then I couldn't run for about maybe three or so months. But then I started properly again about two years back with two oceans as my attacker 21. And then I've done two of those as my big races. And now this year I've decided to take it a level up. 
I did my first marathon. Um, so water marathon was my first marathon. So as a next step, I feel I, I probably won't be fitter than this. The next step is to do the two oceans and then take it from there. You, you picked the easiest marathon on the calendar to do as your first one, Ivan Soweto. It's a, it's a walk in the park, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was a shock of my life. <laughs> you know it's not going to get too much harder than that. That's the good news. Uh, Soweto well, is definitely def- definitely a tough one to do. What, what got you into running, Yvonne? Well, why did you start running? It, it all started with trying to lose weight, but then I fell in love with it. Um, I stayed in Johannesburg for two years. I think it's the two years when I started, about three years ago, yeah. When I was in Joburg, there was a race almost every weekend, and a friend said, hey, come along, let's go do a 10. Without any training, I sort of managed to do a 10, one hour, 30 minutes, and I thought, ah, it's not bad. I, the ambience and the atmosphere, it's better than being alone in a gym. I love it. Absolutely love it. And as they say, the rest is history. You, you are sucked in good and proper now, aren't you? I am. <laughs> well, Yvonne, I'm going to hand you over to, to Lindsay. He's got your training questionnaire that we send out on these sort of uh, one-on-one coaching calls. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Lindsay, just looking at, at Yvonne's numbers and times and that sort of thing, what's your, what's your initial take? Cool. So the first thing I just want to touch on here, Yvonne, is it's, it says here you used to suffer a lot from knee injuries. Um, and it, it says it takes a week or two to heal. What sort of... What sort of uh, knee injuries are we talking about? It would be more like a pain on the sides. Either one knee, it will just alternate. And then uh, eventually, if I stop and recover or heal, then it will heal around about two weeks. Sometimes I'll go to the physio as part of it, and then we'll do some exercises and whatever. But then then what I decided to do is do more strength training to counter for that. I think that has helped a lot. I train with a personal trainer because on my own, I wasn't focused on particularly the lower body. I would still do a lot of cardio versus um, doing any um, running specific training to strengthen my knees and legs. Okay, great. So I actually like that answer. So that was, I did see that you had some gym in your, um, on the online questionnaire, but that's really what I was going to get to um, was that the, the benefits of strength training to help you with your knees, but that's fantastic. You're already doing that and taking care of that. So if we look at um, your running to date, so look, you're fairly new. I think you give yourself you can give yourself a little bit more credit coming on, on three years, even if some of it is a bit start-start. That's That's Fairly new, but you're not brand new to running. Um, you're obviously stepping up in, in distance now, but what I quite enjoy looking through your times is that if we look at your your 5 and your 10 and your 21, they line up quite nicely, which is to say that once you get to or everything from 5K to the half marathon, your training is relatively on and it's and it would indicate that it's fairly well balanced but the most important aspect is that it tells me that you're probably running your easy runs easy enough and that you are developing um, a good solid um, aerobic cardiovascular base Um, and in fact your, your half is actually slightly better than predicted um and Obviously, the marathon is a little bit of the outlier, but but the two things there were a that it was your first marathon, and b that it is Soweto, which is probably in the top five hardest 
marathons in the country. It's also typically a very hot day, although it wasn't too bad uh, this year. But what was very difficult was that we had to run into a headwind almost all the way home. So it was a tough day out. So I'm really not worried about you not being able to achieve your, your target of a 430. Look, that it isn't going to be easy because you're kind of sitting on the edge of 430, but you'll certainly be well below five hours at the, the millimeters. And I'm quite um, confident about that. So qualifying for oceans um, <clears throat> shouldn't be too much of, of an issue. Um, and then obviously post post oceans, you know, in the latter half of the year, if you don't get under 430 now, you, it's certainly in your capability. So you could train for that again at the end of the year. Uh, you're not going to get a much easier race than, than, than a melee, except that it can also be extremely windy there. But I guess coming from we're living in the free state, you know that better than I do. If um, I can, if yeah, I so, can just so, jump in there, yes. Lindsay, just for our international listeners, we're talking about the Mili Marathon. It's uh, it's it, directly translated. It's the Corn Marathon. It's in uh, it's in the free state. Lindsay, you know it well. You've run it quite a few times. Uh, it's been around forever. My dad used to run it when we lived in the free state, uh, and it's named the Mili Marathon because that's pretty much all you see. All forty-two k's is Mili fields. Exactly, and it's but look, it's and it's a really nice run. I think it's got something ridiculous like 40 meters of total elevation but so it is a nice fast one but but the wind can blow but yeah so Yvonne I think really what I'm saying is I'm, I'm it seems to me that you've got the balance of your training um, in a good place and now the next step is just to maintain consistency build on that consistency uh, and you will get better and better as time goes by Um if any of that's that's kind of been the theme of these calls and i don't um it's not always uh becoming of people to brag but i really everybody we've spoken to today has been on the forum for a, a bit of time and they are following a structured program and and um running easy enough on the easy days and i, I really think that is the the key to why all of you are actually progressing so nicely. So hopefully you've got some more specific questions so that I can help you tweak a few things here and there and really just get the best out of your running. I do have. First on the marathon, because when I was doing, obviously it, it, you did say it's a, it's a more difficult marathon, but I thought maybe I didn't put in enough for the last 10K. Um, it, it was a bit of a battle, like really a, a battle to keep up with, or a consistent pace or more or less close to what I started with. So is there anything specific? Because now I was thinking maybe I need to make the longer runs a bit longer so that I'm running maybe the four hours or 4.30 that I'm expecting to run, be on the road for the same length of time. Or is it just because it was a tough race or do I need so, to add that? So you can you can get some slightly longer runs in there. It's not necessary to do the four to four and a half hour runs, but perhaps some um, three and a half hour runs would be good. I see you mo you're mostly doing twenty to twenty five k's, which is all right. I would say that that you maybe over the next period is to change those twenty to twenty fives into mostly twenty five to thirties. Okay, um, and then perhaps three weeks out from race day if you did one of those as a 36k run the combination of having done Soweto plus just upping that long run 
to make it consistently just over 25 and then having one more longer one three weeks before the milli will mean that you'll definitely have enough gas to get you over the line this time. Um, and then, of course, the other thing is to just make sure that you go out at the right pace. And I would say you want to aim to go through halfway um, between, say, 2.14 and 2.16.17, and it will depend a little bit on, on the the wind and, and how you are feeling on that particular day. But it's got to feel – you want to run between those times, but it's got to feel quite comfortable. And then at 25Ks, it should start to feel like you're doing quite a bit of work. And then by 30Ks, it should feel like you really are getting stuck into it. Um, and by 35Ks, you it's a marathon. So typically from 35Ks on to the finish, we really are hanging tough and keeping ourselves motivated and driving to the finish line. Oh, okay, coach. And then the the next one is on the 4.30 program. I didn't see any sort of um, interval speed training or um, is it not necessary? So if I just keep up the easy paces, would I still be okay for, for, the, for the race? Absolutely. The answer is yes, you will be fine for the race. Uh, and the main reason why I have done the programs the way that I've done them, especially the, the, the four and a half, and the the 450 qualifying for for um, comrades. The the main reason why I've done them like that is because I I find that in this group of runners, kind of where you're finding yourself in the field, is where the highest risk for injury is. They are the people who, as soon as you overdo it, tend to to pick up um, injuries, and always almost always tend to run too fast on most of of the run. So the first step really is to get everybody who's running around about the four and a half to five hour mark is to make sure they're running their runs easy enough, is to make sure that they get their consistency right by avoiding injury. Now, you've been running for two to three years, and I, I do feel like for you to get much better in this, you would be a candidate for starting to bring in some uh, interval type of training of course, I, w- I am going to go with the recommendation that we, we look at doing that after this marathon. I, I think this training for this marathon and, and following the structured approach and the way that I can see the training is going from the results in your performances tells me that, that it's going well. And then I think after the marathon, there will be an opportunity then to add in either a park run or um, some intervals or hill training, something like that once a week, just to to push that up. I, I did have a squeeze up the Two Oceans um, um, finishers program. It does have a bit of um, a few time, time trials in between. There's a five and I think an eight somewhere. So obviously if I move on to that, then that will probably then cover um, the time issue or interval issue. Yes, it will. But those are there more as, as tests. So they come especially every few weeks. Whereas after the marathon, I would say we'd introduce something like that weekly. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Any other question? Just one more. Um, is it okay if I split like the weekly runs within the week? I think there is somewhere, there is a 140 somewhere sometimes. Because sometimes even though I do wake up slightly early, there isn't enough time for like a 140-minute run. Um, is it okay then if I say I run in the morning and then do a lunchtime run or if it so ever happens that I have an evening that I can do it in the evening as well or is it not advisable? 
No, that's absolutely fine. So that is uh, it's quite a common question that 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 we um, get, and it's absolutely hundred percent to run, say an hour in the morning and then forty minutes in in the afternoon. Um, it's it's literally almost as good. So there's no there's no um, issue with with splitting it up like that. You know, I, I do have I've got quite a few female clients that particularly in winter it becomes a real problem for them to be able to do like a longer run um, when it's when it's getting dark. And so I actually often split those runs up in, then to accommodate that. Oh, all right. No, I think that's about my, my, my questions from my side. Well, brilliant. Yvonne, uh, we love having you around. Uh, I know you ask uh, the odd question in, in the forums as well, so you know where to find us if you need any help. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing how you go at the Millie Marathon. It should be a goodie. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I hear it's one of the easier ones in the free stage, so I'm hoping it will go very well. Yeah, I always joke about the Vile Marathon. I say the Vile Marathon is the flattest marathon in the world because it's the only marathon that if you stand at the start, you can see the finish. But I think the Millie Marathon is a very close second to that. Uh, it is It is very, very flat. All right. Thank you very much for the opportunity and the call. Perfect. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for joining us, Yvonne. And that's it for this edition of Run. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Tobiogen for making this all possible. Don't forget, if you'd like to win yourself access to the Coach Perry online training platform, the hashtag to use is Biogen Journey on social media. Let us know what you're training for, what you need help with, uh, and you could be a winner. I mentioned at the start of the show, I was going to talk to you about uh, one of the posts in our success forum uh, on our online platform. And it comes from Manya de Villiers. Uh, Manya saying, thank you for your support and advice on this forum. Uh, I followed your training program and suggestions for Carps or Whip Marathon at the beginning of November and I finished my first marathon ever in 3.50 and 20 seconds how amazing is that Manya well done she says happy to start training for two oceans now you guys are the best Manya you are the best well done 3.50.20 for a, a marathon debut you're a racing snake, man. I love it. Well done. Congratulations. And uh, yeah, we look forward to helping you uh, on your Old Mutual Two Oceans uh, journey. And speaking of Old Mutual Two Oceans, we'll be talking about it a lot closer to the time. Uh, but Coach Barry is going to have a stand at the Expo. We've got some very cool things in the pipeline. So uh, if you are going down to Two Oceans in 2019... Uh, we'd love to see you there. So put it in your diary. We have to uh, swing by. Come to house it. Uh, the coach is going to be there. I'll be there. Uh, and a whole bunch of uh, other coaches as well. So definitely come check us out at the Old Mutual Two Oceans Expo. Uh, it's going to be amazeballs. Looking forward to it. Uh, until next time, from myself, Brad Brown, and the coach, it's cheers. Cheers.